Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, what's up? Is it still raining? Is it not raining? It's weird because I, when I it's left home, when I left home, it was raining. Then I got to the office and it was sunny. It's on and off. It's called a atmospheric river, according to our friend uh, Dallas Rains. Kevin Weinstein. Former Florida State backup quarterback. Kevin Weinstein. I, I, I think we proved that both those things are untrue. Wait a minute. We did not prove the backup quarterback thing. I don't think he played quarterback. I, I think he was a backup quarterback at Florida State when Burt Reynolds was at school there. That's a lot of Look reach. that up. I am. Look that up. I'm looking it up as we speak. Okay, so uh, Shadano's got a brand new podcast, um, and it is available on our ESPNLA app and our YouTube page. It is called the Lockdown Podcast with George Shadano. So he had Ethan Skolnick on the show yesterday, who covers um, NBA uh, covers the NBA for Five Reason Sports. I'm not sure what that is, but sounds like a good gig. Uh, here is Ethan Skolnick talking about LeBron James. I honestly believe if he could be traded before the trade deadline, which he can't be, he might be pushing for that behind the scenes right now. But he can't, so that's not an option. But I've said repeatedly. Look, I know he wants to finish with his son. I talked to him about this eight years ago before his 30th birthday. I did a big one-on-one piece with him when I was at Bleacher Report. He talked about wanting to play with his son when he was 40. That's probably going to end up happening now, okay? But in the meantime, he should be finishing his career with him in a place like Cleveland or Miami, a place that has the knows how to obviously build a team at this stage because the Cavs have kind of proven this now too with their young talent and try to finish up and win there. If the Lakers, look, if they don't want him, somebody else will take him. And it does not seem to me like they want him. All right, so there's what Ethan Skolnick said. Now, I agree to this extent. I think if this season continues to go south, um, and I honestly, last night was a great win, and it was fantastic, and you know LeBron didn't play, and they still won, which is great. If this season doesn't turn into a season where the Lakers are competing for a championship – I think LeBron said last week what he means, which is that he's not in this to just play basketball and not be at a championship level, that that's not in his DNA. I think the Lakers have got the next few months to get it right, or I think it's very possible LeBron James does ask for a trade. What do you think, John? Well, you're forgetting about something, that when the season ends, they can't – a couple things – LeBron is ineligible to be traded this season. They couldn't trade him even Correct. if they wanted to. Right. It has to be at, at the end of that period because he signed the extension. Correct. Now, what happens at the end of this year? Russell Westbrook's $47 million comes off the books. So they can go out and get anybody they want. They can go out and cast for the biggest free agent out there. They're going to have a huge amount of cap space. Um, and that's why I think... You have to wait and see what the Lakers come up with and who they bring in. I know you don't like Kyrie. I'm I'm not a Kyrie but, fan. But they could theoretically bring him in. He's going to be a free agent. He's expressed an interest in playing with LeBron again. Um, he's balling out this year. He's playing great. He's in a contract year. Those things are related. Um, but 
I'm just using him as an example. I mean, they're going to have room at the end of this year to get LeBron a lot more help than they can get him right now. And that's why I think LeBron will be here next year. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not they're ready. not, not going to spend the money. They, yeah, they're you know they're always over the cap. You know this free agent class coming up. There is not. There aren't. Doesn't in, necessarily have to be a free agent. Could be a trade. Yeah, there aren't impactful free agents on the market. Well, I mean, Kyrie's impactful. You just don't like him. Um, I'm just, I'm just not a fan. Not a fan of the drama that goes along with him. You know, Michael says the Warriors are probably going to get off of Clay or Draymond, or you know. Well, Draymond's a free agent. I mean, that's a guy that could conceivably. Right. So if LeBron, if you go out and get LeBron, somebody like that, a multi-time All Star like Clay or Draymond. Um, the Warriors would obviously have to agree to it, but I'm just saying that the the expiring Westbrook's expiring contract gives the Lakers options at the end of the year that they don't have now, and that's why I think any report that LeBron's out of here at the end of the year is premature because the Lakers have a chance to compete for any available guy who wants out. And it does, like you said, you're looking at the available free agents. It could be a situation where you remember a few years ago where Kawhi Leonard just became available overnight, right, right, and got traded. Same thing with Paul George. Um, same thing with Anthony Davis. That's how the Lakers got Anthony Davis. He just told New Orleans, "I'm not coming back," and I went out. And next thing you know, he's on the Lakers. So that's why that's a very big bargaining chip in this game we're talking about a 47 million dollar expiring contract. And so, because of that, I th I think there's a bit. I think there's a better chance that LeBron stays with the Lakers next year than you do. I yeah, I think there's at some point LeBron in his head has to think: Are these the guys that are going to put the right guys around me? They've right. had multiple years to do that. They did it once uh, during the bubble year, and it worked. But then they broke all that up, and they put together another one. Then they put together another one, and they haven't been good. So in in LeBron, if I'm LeBron and I'm going to trust my future to some basketball mind, is it Rob Palenka? I'm not sure that it is. Well, we're about to find out. Um, and and one thing that Rob always says is that he looks at these these situations with guys like LeBron and AD right. as a partnership. So he's consulting with them the whole oh, time. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, LeBron, let's face it. LeBron, uh, by all accounts, was all in on the Russell Westbrook trade. Right. And, you know, the other thing that figures into this is Clutch. The Lakers have the best relationship with Clutch of any team well, in got the like, NBA. I mean, they got a whole bunch of Clutch guys on the team. I lost track of the number. How many Clutch guys do they have? I think they have six. Six? But, I mean, there's, there's guys... You know, like, for example, DeJounte Murray was a clutch guy who moved from San Antonio to Atlanta. He'd be an impact player. I'm not saying that he's going to – like, Anthony Edwards is a clutch guy. Um, the Miles Bridges, who has all that baggage, who might go back to Charlotte, is a clutch guy. Um, so there's a guys out there that they, you know, that they can have conversations with and about just because they have such a great relationship with clutch. Yeah, I'm just curious about that. So Troy Brown Jr., Anthony right. Davis. I can, I can I can tell you LeBron. Yeah. Uh JTA, Juan Toscano Anderson, Kendrick Nunn, uh Scotty Pippen Jr., Lonnie Walker, Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown. Troy so there Brown. may be more than 7. Yeah. Or more than 6. Yeah. I mean in a lot of ways clutch kind of is running the show to some degree. Well, and and has 
you know, so that's that's why if some big name on their on the clutch roster is going to move, they're going to know about it. That's why, like, there are reports the Lakers have been linked to Cam Reddish. Well, it's because he's a clutch guy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just yeah. I don't know if that's functional. I don't know if that's functional. And you know, if I'm LeBron and I'm going to bet on being part of a big two. Do I bet on Anthony Davis? I understand he's represented by Clutch, but at this point, Anthony Davis, I mean, there's just no way around the fact that he cannot stay healthy, uh, and I don't know that there's an expectation that he ever will stay healthy. And what makes it such a fascinating discussion is he showed you over the month before he got hurt how good he is when he is healthy. Oh, yeah. Which is why you have to think long and hard about getting out of the Anthony Davis. No, next time he goes through a tear, I'm going to trade him. Uh, well, a lot of people Sell believe high. that. A lot of people thought they should have done it when he went through the last tear. Right. I mean, that, honestly, I would. I I would because there's no. Good. It, he's great, but he's not great sitting on the bench. Right. Well, what makes you think another team is going to overpay for him, knowing what you know? Well, like, I don't. I don't care if they overpay him. I just wanted to pay fair value. All right, so what are you asking for? Well, I mean, do you just want me to pick players in the league that I no, think... No, yeah, in general. I'm looking for young wing players. Um, But why would another team give you an elite Because Anthony young... Davis is a unicorn. Anthony just, Davis is... You just is... said you can't trust him. The reason you're trading him is you don't trust him. That's why I would stick But are him. you saying everybody's got the same evalu uh, evaluation of Anthony Davis that you just can't stay healthy? He's wildly talented but can't stay healthy? If that's the case, then why are we in on him? Because we have him under contract. And and we're the we're the team paying him. So we control the situation. And uh, I I You don't think anybody would roll the dice on Anthony Davis? I don't know. What would you do for OG Ananobi? He's a clutch client up in Toronto. Yeah. Young guy, 25 I years old, nice player. Wing, yeah, he, player. he's a good player. He's not Anthony Davis. No, he's not Anthony No, But he's a nice saying. player. Yeah. Uh, oh, play. you're just looking at clutch guys and yeah. saying, yeah, yeah. Well, but who, here's, who else here's are the clutch guys. Here's one thing. Like, Toronto. Oh, Gary been, Trent Jr. I like Gary Trent Jr. Well, Toronto has been hot and cold this year. They may shut that thing down and rebuild around Scotty Barnes. So then all of a sudden, Fred Van Fleet comes into it. Then all of a sudden. You know, not not just Ananobi, but everybody else on that roster. Be uh, other than Scotty Barnes, they won't trade him. Everybody else on that roster become and you know Van Vliet was an All Star last year. So so situations are going to open up, but the Lakers are are heavily restricted right now because they're over the cap. Their their highest paid player is can't Russ. be traded. Oh well, yeah, their highest, and then LeBron and Russ doesn't have a traded. lot of trade value. Right. So I I. The good news is LeBron can't be traded this year. Right. They're not going to trade AD this year. So we're going to find out if AD can come back and stay healthy. I think that if he somehow gets healthy, and LeBron's been playing out of his mind over the last 11 games. He didn't play last night. But the 11 games before that, go look up LeBron's numbers. It's staggering. 35 a night, shooting 58% from the field, um, and, and just putting up monster numbers across the board. Nobody wants to play that team if LeBron and AD are healthy. Right, but you but you keep saying if Anthony Davis stays healthy, there is no indication, given his history now, which is which is long, that he's going to be able to stay healthy for any long stretch of time. Well, he did for the first seven or eight years of his career. I mean, the last three have been bad. So are you going to say... 
that because he had a bad three years, that's the that's his legacy now. That I, the rest of his career is a, a bad three years. Yeah. Um, if you you know go through, I mean, he his career numbers are off the chart. I mean, twenty four and ten. 52% from the field. I'm not questioning the talent or the ability or the I'm questioning strictly that I'm so tired of hearing if Anthony Davis stays healthy. Okay. I think I I, I just I mean I've said it many times. I'm never going to say it again if Anthony Davis stays healthy because we cannot count on Anthony Davis staying healthy. So he's and, played in the last 3 years he's played 36 40 and so far this year 25 games. Right, but before that, he basically played 60, 70 games a year every year. No, before and, that, he played 56, and then he played 62. That was the bubble year. 36, 40, 25. Right, but, I mean, here's his, he, what's this, his 11th year? Uh, this is so, his age 29 season. Okay, so he's still in his prime. 28 to 32 is your prime. Here's his games played since he was a rookie. Yep. 64, 67, 68, 61, 75, 75, 56, 62. You was going to conveniently ignore 36, 40, no, no. and 25. That's where I was going. That's, that's the body of his work is 60-plus games a year. The last three years, not so much. So what you're saying is you don't trust him ever to get back to that. Correct. To get back to 60 games a year. Correct. I do. I think he could. Now, the yeah, see, not, you're not even certain. You're saying I, I think he could. Right. But he's so talented, I won't trade him. You would. I would. Yeah, yeah, I would. I wouldn't. He's too talented to trade. You'd you'd never get fair value for him. Well, then doesn't the rest of the league know something? Aren't we stuck with a guy that we can't get fair value for? I mean, seriously, what, the the I I will never say it again. If Anthony Davis can stay healthy, if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, he can't. Right. We have had we've had three years of this. Okay, so if you're so convinced of that, what makes you think he has any trade value? Well, wait a minute. You're saying you, he's too talented. Right. It, I don't want to trade him. You do. Why do you think that if he's so talented, why do you think that nobody is involved in it? Why would nobody want a player as talented as you're describing? And by the way, if he's a lemon, uh, then why does – I mean, why would anybody jump at him? Well, he plays more than Kawhi. So would you want Kawhi? No, not especially. Would you want Paul George? Uh, yeah, I'd probably take Paul George. He plays more than Paul George. So, I mean, you're just... Because he plays for the Lakers, he's under a difficult microscope. Um, but I I think when you get a player like this, that is this good, you got to hang broken on... broken down. Yeah, you got to hang on to him until you're absolutely certain you can't get anything out of him. And, and so I think that's what you do. Yeah, I would find a way to get this team better. With a guy that's not... It does not appear to be breaking down on a on a pretty regular basis right but if if you if that's the reason you're trading him what makes you think the other teams don't know that? if he's so talented why do you think the other teams don't know that well I'm, that's my point if you, he's you, so wildly talented why did the other teams not this win in on would it? be the worst possible time to trade him because you're gonna Correct. get the least the time to trade point. him is when he goes on a run Right, but even whenever then, he gets back, and whenever he goes on a run, and whenever he does what he did for that stretch we saw this year, which was which he was spectacular, that's the time to trade him. Unless you're rolling, unless you win, you know, like when he was rolling, they were winning. I've seen the preview you know. of coming attractions. Yeah, I, what's your team look like after you trade him? I mean, you just don't have any hope. And by the way, if you trade him, then LeBron probably has to go. 
I be- I'm not sure that LeBron doesn't ask to go already. Yeah. Well, then and okay, if LeBron goes, yeah. And then you want to do it? I'll revisit it. Okay. But I don't think LeBron's leaving. All right. Uh, coming up next for you, I got a question for you. I came across this unbelievable piece of audio I want to play for you. Okay. Uh, and Rolling Stone put out a list of the greatest singers of all time. Not greatest musical artists, greatest singers of all time. And I want to make a case that this guy deserves to be top 10. That's coming up next for you. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. What's not to be excited about? Where do you meet him? He is the coolest little dog. When are you having people over? It's a good question. I actually told you that the reason I didn't have a holiday party is because I because I don't know the world. Everybody and their mother is sick. Yeah, everybody's sick. Yeah. I don't want people. How's your it. mom doing? She's coming through it. Yeah, my mom has, has COVID and she's that coming through it. That Paxlovid is is pretty miracle worker yeah, stuff. I, yeah, I was better in two days. Yeah, if you don't, if if you happen to uh, to get it, that Paxlovid is available and it does help a lot. Um, all right, so. I, Rolling Stone put out a list of the greatest singers of all time. Greatest singers, not musical artists, but singers, voices. Okay. Uh, I want to see how many of the top 10 you can get. And uh, Bergman, you can jump in. Jorge, you can jump in. Best singers in all of recorded history. Male and female. Male and female, just singers. Um, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, number two. Two. Wow. thought that'd be higher. Um, wait, wait a minute. Higher than two? <laughs> yeah, I thought she'd be one. Good. I thought she'd be one. Honestly, yeah, like, who's, I, who's better? I honestly thought she would be higher than two. Also, you thought she'd be one? I yeah. thought she'd who be did, one. Who do you think one is? Sinatra. Sinatra's number fourteen. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Sinatra. I mean, Adele. well, no, Sinatra is well, an he unbelievable. He was known voice. literally as the, the voice. voice. Yeah, sure. Um, How about Adele? Adele. Uh, as, Huddale. Huddale. as we like to say, Huddale, <laughs> uh, is not in the top 20. Wow. Ooh. Oh, Jorge, you're banned from making guesses. Ah, that's all right. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I got to, I mean, this isn't a guess. I want to run it by okay. Bergman sure. first. Yeah, yeah. Prince has to be oh, in the top uh, 20. He, you would think so. I'm, I'm on board with that decision, yes. All right, Prince. Prince is not in the top 20. Wow. That's impossible. This is this list. This sucks. is Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone magazine. Boycott. You're going to boycott Rolling Stone. Yes. 
point out their website I, and the occasional <laughs> article that passes by. And these are singers. Yes, singers. Singers. So is it a solo I'm sorry, artist? Prince is number 16. Prince is number oh, okay. 16. All right, yeah, right. So I, he is, he is in the top 20. I was about to throw your list. Okay, if Prince is there, Greg, then I think Freddie Mercury has to be Freddie in the Freddie Mercury should in the 100% 20. be in the top Freddie right, Mercury well, is number 14. Yeah. Do you think right, any of the strikes, Beatles? How many strikes do we have? Uh, you've got uh, one strike left. Okay, so Greg, the Beatles, he, he's talking about individuals. The Beatles aren't there, but I think Lennon has to Right, that's to what I mean. There. Like, do you think either of them, like right. McCartney or Lennon, do you think either if, of them? If, if any of the Beatles are there, it's going to be Lennon. We'll go with Lennon. Okay. Just missed. He's number 12. Wait, you said top 20. You said top 20. Oh. He's 12. He's we're, 12. we're still 12. alive. Yeah, he's still alive. alive. Okay, okay, yeah, name people. In what the do you top think 20? of, like, that's Marvin Gaye? I like it. Let's, let's do Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye is number 20. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, we're still alive. Oof, We're hanging in there. Um, what about Dylan? Yeah, Dylan. Oh, he's such is a Dylan weird in, voice, the, in the top 20? God, he's such a weird voice, though. No, Bob Dylan is number 15. Okay, Greg, yep. this is going to be a weird one, but I think she's going to be there. Yes. I think Mariah Carey has got to be there in the yeah, top. The, she's all got I want such a Christmas. unique yeah. range and voice. She's probably towards the back she end. Yeah, she's probably towards the back end. I don't know if she'd be top 10, but I think she's in the top 20. We'll try Mariah Carey. Yeah. Number five. Ooh, number five. higher than I thought. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. high. All right, let's you, think about number one for a second. Right. I mean, who do you think is the greatest singer of all time? Is it? Well, here's that, what I'm encouraged by. If Whitney Houston was number two, then I think the other black artists are going to be in there. I think like sure. Ray, how about Ray Charles? You think he'll be there? I'm just going to tell you, Ray Charles, number six. Okay. okay. Here's, think, here's another one. Like what about Aretha? Aretha? Franklin. Yeah, Aretha yeah. Franklin. Yeah, yeah. What about Aretha? She's got to be top 20. Number one. Number one. Okay. Aretha really? Franklin's number one. Really? I'm, I'm okay, okay with that over. We uh, are over hanging Whitney. by a thread, though. Jeez, yep. Okay. Are. Who has, I think we're doing pretty right. good. Technically. Okay, Bergman. Mm -hmm. How about Elvis? So you hate He's Elvis. So overrated. But I know, but more, but more people records. don't think so. Yeah, I would probably go with Elvis. We'll, but we'll, we'll go with the king. We'll go, we'll go down with Elvis uh, if we have to. Number seventeen. Ooh, hanging Oof. on. Okay, I got I got what, another what one. That, Greg, that, that guy from Journey. What's his name? No, no, no. Not Steve good enough. Perry. Not good enough. No. Do you think um, it's anybody from like the Rolling Stones? Although I'll, I'll tell you who I think is. Maybe good enough oh, I is think I Stevie one. Wonder. Ooh, what about Celine be? Dion? No, because okay, I I always hear Celine Dion complaining that she doesn't get recognized for stuff like this. So let's go Stevie Wonder because he's he's Stevie Wonder has more hits than almost anybody. Why would she not? I mean, okay, I I, I love. You think Stevie we're going Wonder. out on Stevie? No, I think Celine Dion. Stevie Wonder number seven. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't think we were going off out on Stevie. I just thought Celine Dion would I be on there. I don't think Celine Dion, but okay. I'm running out of names. So if you feel sure, wait, no, wait, 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 before Celine, think contemporary. What about Beyonce? Oh yeah, absolutely. I had Beyonce Celine, right? number eight. Yeah, had to be in top ten. Okay, now it's uh, going to get really hard. How many do we have really left fast. in the top ten? Well, I'm, no, it's hard for me to. I'm no, okay, but, I, but 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 I'm almost out of names anyway. Okay, yeah, no, um, it's not going to be a lead singer, Rolling Stones. I blank. No. Yeah, Al Green. Al Green. Not a great no, Al Green. no, I like Al Green, Jorge. Yeah. That's Al a good Green, one. Green, number ten. Nice, nice job, soul. Jorge. Like okay, Kenny man. Pendergast kind of. Thing, no, no. Or? What about what about? It sounds like they were respecting the old guys. Yep. What about Smokey Robinson? Oh, sure. Great People voice. love Smokey Robinson. Nat King Cole. Ooh, that's a good one. Too. Nat King Cole. Do you want to go Nat King Cole? I think Smokey Robinson because he's he had more hits. What about? Okay. Do we want to do? Uh, 
You think Lennon is the only Beatle? You think McCartney's in there? Well, that's what I was asking about the two of them. I would think if Lennon's on there, McCartney was had so many of the hits himself. Is Luther too. Vandross too like, like not a big enough name? No. Oh, what about Barry White? What about Bowie? Oh, Bowie too. Think about singing. Just just singing. Um, Bowie, you got you got a lot, but yeah, but yeah. you don't think Barry White? No, I. Don't, but I'll go with it if you want, because I'm out of names. <laughs> oh, we said a bunch of names. What about the guy, this is the end. Who sings that? Oh, Jim, that's, uh, Morrison. Jim Morrison. No, he's he's not there. No. Um, uh, all right, we'll go Barry White. Barry White? Not oh, I don't know okay. where he fit. Not in the top 20. All right, so here's, so which ones did we miss? Here's the way the top 20 goes. Aretha, number one. Okay, we got that. Whitney, number two. Okay. Sam Cooke, number oh, three. I should have got it. I yep, wouldn't have That's a great that choice, too. You send me. Yeah, he's great. Uh uh, this is this is very old school. Billie Holiday, number yeah, four. Yeah, people love her. Yep, uh, Mariah Carey, five. Number six is Ray Charles. Number seven is Stevie Wonder. You guys did really well. Number eight is Beyonce. Number nine is Otis Redding. Oh, that's a good one. Sitting Wouldn't on the dock of the it. bay. Sitting yeah, on the good. dock of the yeah, bay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, number 10 is Al Green. Jorge pulled that one out. Little Richard is number 11. Interesting. Yeah, very popular. Number 12 is John Lennon. Number 13 is Patsy Cline. Number 14 is Freddie Mercury. Number 15 is Dylan. You guys got a lot of these. Number 16 is Prince. Number 17 is Elvis. Number 18 is Celia Cruz. I don't Never know who that is. No, I don't, I don't know oh, her. Celia. Either. Celia Cruz. Yeah, yeah. She's Celia there. Cruz. Yeah, Celia. She's you Cuban. Know her? Oh, yeah. Cuban. Yeah. Uh, number 19 is, is Sinatra. And number 20 is Marvin Gaye. Now... I found this really interesting piece of audio. Um, I think one of the great voices of all time is Steve Perry from Journey. It's so, not Journey without Steve Perry. Thank you, Andy Cohen. So I found this piece of audio. This is, they've stripped out everything except Steve Perry singing. Okay? Yeah. So, in other words, they've isolated his vocal, and it's on Don't Stop Believing." Okay. So, listen to how pure this guy's voice is. Wait a minute. That's just the... That's not the bike vocal isolated. No, no, it's like... Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world she took the midnight train going anywhere. That is pure. Yeah, he's good. Just a city boy, born and raised in South Detroit. There's no such thing as South Detroit. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that is just a pure voice. I don't know what happened to Steve Perry. Why did he He lost quit? it. He had vocal did surgery he? and did lost he? his voice. Yeah, and they got that uh, Filipino guy to fill in for Oh, him. that's so sad. He had one of the great voices. One yeah. of the great voices. He had voice, he had voice issues. You know, you want to hear something weird? Mm. Um, so we were talking. Oh, Elton John wasn't on that list. No, not on that list. So not one night. You Michael know, Jackson in, wasn't either, by the way. Yeah, but just pure singing, I can see oh, that. But wow, well, um, amazing singer. So Adele, by the way, was number twenty-two. Oh, so she was close. Yeah, and so, Smokey was number twenty-three. Mace, so you guys were in the ball. I was. I you know I've been in like sixteen different cities in the last month. Yes. Um. So one night late, I come across the movie in the hotel, Rocket Man. Oh yeah, it's great. And Taron Egerton. Right. And I'm watching the scene where he goes to the Troubadour. Yep. On his first U.S. tour, and it, they talk about all the other people that were there that night, and that Neil Diamond introduced him. Yeah, and 
there was a guy there named Leon Russell, famous singer named Leon Russell. Okay. So I went, you know, it's like three in the morning, and I go down the rabbit hole to find out how much of the movie is actually accurate. Like, was Neil Diamond there? Was Leon Russell there? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Not only was Leon Russell there, but he told Elton John something that night in 1970 that Elton John still does today, and I stole it. Mm. And I've been doing it for the last month. Really? He says, when your voice is feeling overworked, okay, if you are fo- if you don't feel like you have full voice. Right. It, you know, when you're doing games every other night and I'm doing the show, I, this happens to me a lot. So at least three times a week, I stole this from Elton John and Leon Russell. Okay. You gargle with one spoonful of apple cider vinegar. Okay. One spoonful of honey. In the hottest water you can gargle. Okay. And your voice all of a sudden just locks in. So let me get the recipe again here. So it's one teaspoon or one tablespoon of cider vinegar. Okay. One of honey. Yep. In the hottest water you can gargle with, stir it up and gargle with it and feel how good your voice is. And has it worked? Oh, yeah. It saves me, especially on back-to-backs. But what's funny is I now travel with this full bottle of apple cider vinegar. Do you really? (laughs) Yeah. And it's, but it's great. Just did it before the show today. I actually, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever said this, but I had a nodule on my vocal cords that got removed in 1991. Yeah, I, I remember that. I don't know if you've ever talked about it on the air. But I, I went through that. all kinds of voice therapy afterwards. It's basically like having a callus on your vocal cords and your right. horse constantly. That's, it sounds like that's what Steve Perry had. A lot of singers get this. I think even Adele had it at one point. Uh, but it is kind of scary because you don't know what your voice is going to sound like on the other side. You could kind of sound totally different. Uh, but I sounded just as annoying uh, after the surgery as Although I did before. Although what's interesting is one day Jorge or Morales or somebody found an old tape of you from like back when you were in Toledo. Totally unfair because it's sped up like crazy or no. slowed down like crazy. It doesn't but, actually sound like me. Right. Nothing you like sa- you. You sounded... No, but you... You can tell it's you, but you sounded different. Uh, <laughs> Although the funniest thing about it was, hey, we're back after two weeks of vacation. <laughs> Go figure. Some things never Some change. Some things never change. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got Game of Games coming up for you in 10 minutes. Uh, Jacob or Ronnie is going to join. And uh, it is my game today. And Ooh, so far I in, need the, to win. in the I month of any. January, you know who's winning? Me. Told well, you, you it's won. a new year. It's a Wait, new year. have we only played once? Yes. Oh, because of the Hamlin thing, you guys didn't play on. No, Tuesday. did not play on Tuesday. So or on Monday, was whatever day it was, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got game of games coming up for you, Mason, Ireland, seven ten, ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all.
Oh, Mace, I've caught you in another lie. What lie? What did and I And you have been about? perpetuating this lie. It's a twofold lie you've been perpetuating for many years. Really? What is it? All right. First of all, you claim that Dallas Reigns, the meteorologist at Channel 7, that was his real name. It's never been his real name. Kevin yeah. Feinstein. Yes. I had Kevin it legally Feinstein. changed, so that's his name. All right. So that's the first yeah, lie. Okay. Now, what is the other thing you always say about Dallas Reigns? Former backup quarterback for Florida State. Not true. Who says? I am. Not, I, I did a little research. It's you know. I use the Googler. He tried out for the Florida State football team once, and okay. it did not go well. He was never on the team. <laughs> well, but I'm pretty close. What are you talking about? You said former backup quarterback at Florida State. I could say I tried out for the Rams when Matthew Stafford went down. That doesn't – Demoff would <laughs> let me try out. That doesn't mean I was a backup get, quarterback. Do me a favor. Rams. Get Dallas Reigns on the show. I want to hear Kevin about Feinstein. the atmospheric reverer. I want to hear how he decided on Dallas Reigns. I don't want to hear about his glory days at Florida State. Um, well, here I can give you more Who'd details. Who did you say he played with them? Burt Reynolds. He didn't play with Burt No, he didn't play with Burt Reynolds. He said, here's what happened. Are you sure he didn't play with Burt Reynolds? Here's what he didn't play at all. You've been lying the whole time. <laughs> Here, he met a guy named Gary Huff when he was yeah. at Florida State. Yeah. A former All American quarterback. Dallas says, We're just throwing the ball around on the practice field. And at the time, Gary was playing for the Bears. Right. Huff had been selected by the Bears in the 1973 draft. Okay. Gary casually said, Hey, man, you have a great arm. Are you on the team? Rain said, no, I came here for meteorology and broadcasting. Huff said, you should try and walk on. There you go. Wait, stay with me. Okay. So uh, he he did yeah. try and walk on, but he got knocked around, and he said, you know what? Maybe doing weather on TV will be a lot easier, and that was it. So let me His ask you. His entire career was one tryout. Is it a lie if it's partly true? What part is true? The part about Florida State football. The part about being a backup quarterback at Florida State. I got State. the university right. <laughs> he tried to be a walk-on, and I that's got it. The, I got that he walked on, tried I mean, to walk Bergman on. Bergman tried to walk onto a tennis court, and he's a really bad tennis player. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm Dallas Reigns. I'm Kevin Feinstein. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I think because you've been perpetuating this lie for a whole show, you have to go by the name Kevin Feinstein. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I, look, Dallas Reigns, is, is he not the best? Is Dallas Reigns the best in this town? He is the most dedicated weather person. I, I, I'm impartial to Jackie Johnson, who hasn't done She's weather for She's like not done five weather years. forever. I know. But I can still be loyal to her. Yeah, but I mean, of of current weather people, who do you trust most? Evelyn Taft. Really? I do. Evelyn Taft? Because I, I know her. Oh, you, sure. Well, I, I know Dallas Reigns from Florida State days. You do not. He was never on the team. <laughs> You know, I, when's the last time you watched a local weather forecast? You know, it's funny. We put on, when we can't think of anything else, either Channel 5 or Channel 9. I still well, watch... You know, Channel 9, I think it started today, is a whole new thing. a morning newscast. Oh, is it that right? It started today, like four hours in the morning. Yeah. It was the only part of the day they didn't have morning news, so they said, let's go. And so now from 5 to 9, they do morning news to compete with Channel 5. You know my favorite part of uh, of the morning of morning news? 
Uh, is it Sam Rubin? No, it's when I'm on it. That was great. <laughs> when I was doing Good Day LA, that was fun. Yeah, with the cute girls that they got rid of. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, Roxy Jeez. is still there. Yeah, right? Roxy is still doing it. She, Roxy is killing it over so there. They'd be crazy to get rid of her. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, so Jacob and Ronnie has uh, come in here. We're going to do some game of games. It is my game today. The game is called Size Matters. We've played it before, and we'll do it again. Uh, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. All right, here we go. Jacob from Ronnie's here. Jacob, how you doing, man? How are you? Happy New Year. Is it raining at the moment or not raining? Uh, no, it wasn't raining. It was actually nice and crisp out there. Nice. Okay, good, good. So we had Ireland. We got uh, Bergman. We got Jorge. We got Jacob. Uh, the game, I think it's pre- pretty simple today. Um, it is called uh, Size Matters. It's uh, basically we're talking about what's faster, what's taller, what's heavier. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's easy. It's basically a this or that. So we will start with number one here. What is faster, a peregrine falcon or an African cheetah? Jacob. Is that supposed to be a trick question? No, no, no. <laughs> no, wow. you just one of them is faster. One of them's faster. All right. I would go for the cheetah. The cheetah. Okay. Ireland. I think because you identify yourself as a falcon that you would not put a question in where the falcon is wrong. So I'll go falcon. Bergman? Yeah, that's the exact reason I'm going with falcon. Jorge? Falcon. You guys are 100% wrong. (laughs) Oh, no way. Now, wait a minute. Who said, you guys said cheetah, didn't you? We all said falcon and Jacob Jacob said cheetah. You guys are 100% wrong. 100% wrong. (laughs) So get this. A peregrine falcon travels 200 miles an hour. Oh, wow. The fastest animal on the planet, an African cheetah, 113 miles an hour. No no slouch. All right. So everybody but Jacob got it right. Correct. All right. Here's number two. What's taller? Bobon or six bowling pins stacked on top of each other? Bobon Marjanovic or six bowling bin uh, pins stacked on top of each other? Ireland. All right. So Boban. Oh, that's close. That is close. It's I'll go one with... inch difference, by the way. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, then it's a coin flip. I'll go Boban. Boban. Uh, Bergman. Uh, I want to try and get a point from you. I'm going to go with the bowling pins. Bowling. Uh, Jorge. Boban. Boban. And Jacob. I'm going to go bowling pins, too. Bowling pins two is two. the right answer. Yeah. Yes, bowling pins. Uh, six bowling pins, seven foot five, and Boban, seven foot four. Ooh. All right, here is uh, number three. What's heavier, Rams center Brian Allen or an average French door refrigerator? <laughs> Rams center Brian, yeah, empty. Rams center Brian Allen or an average French door refrigerator? We start with Bergman. Can it be more than 300 pounds? Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Allen. Brian Allen. Jorge. Brian Allen. Brian Allen. Jacob. I will go against everybody. I'll go with the refrigerator. Refrigerator and Ireland. Um, again, I think this is very close. It's very close. It's two pounds difference. Oh, crap. It, so, again, <laughs> we're just flipping it. Um, I'll go Brian Allen. The correct answer, 
Refrigerator is oh, there. Oh, Jacob's got the lead. So Jacob right, has two. Tied. Bergman's got two. Ireland one. Jorge won. A, and the average French door refrigerator, 305 pounds. Brian Allen listed at 303. All right. What is faster? The speed of sound or the speed of a bullet? What's faster? The speed of sound or the speed of a bullet? Jorge. Speed of sound. Speed of sound. Jacob. I'll go speed of sound. Speed of sound. Ireland. Um, I need to make up one. I'll go bullet. Bullet. And Bergman. Yeah, I'm going bullet because you hear the sound after the bullet. Oh, Bergman, very perceptive. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. A bullet is faster. A bullet travels 1,700 miles an hour, and the speed of sound is 1,087 miles wow, per hour. So a brainiac. bullet, considerably. Look at that. Brainiac. A little something right. going on up so there. So Bergman has the lead now. Yes. Okay. So what is heavier? The space shuttle... Or an adult blue whale? The space shuttle or an adult blue whale? Jacob. I will go with the space shuttle. Space shuttle. Ireland. Um, again, I need to make it up, so I'll go whale. Whale. Uh, Bergman. Uh, whale, because I don't think the space shuttle is that heavy. Jorge. It's not even close. The whale. It is the whale, oh, uh, and damn. it is, you're right, Jorge, it's well, not right. even close. Wow. Uh, a whale weighs, uh, an adult blue whale weighs 115 tons. The space shuttle, only 78 tons. Right. Yeah. So it's got to be light, these, I think, to go to How space. many more of these do you have right. left? Uh, I've got five left. Okay. Okay. Uh, next one. Uh, what is taller, the Eiffel Tower or the Taj Mahal? The Eiffel Tower or the Taj Mahal, which is taller, Ireland? Um, I will say... The Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Bergman. I agree, the Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Jorge. Tower. Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. Jacob. I'm going to go Taj Mahal as well. It is the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. It is right. very, very close. It's an attraction, too. Um, it's They're within a <laughs> uh, 100 feet of each other, so all these are very close. What is heavier, the Liberty Bell or a four-person hot tub? The Liberty Bell. <laughs> With water. four-person hot tub with water. With yes. Uh, we start, I think, with uh, Bergman this time. Sure. Um, what was the first one? Liberty Bell or hot Liberty, tub? Liberty Bell's really heavy, uh, but I'm going to go with the hot tub. Hot tub, says with, Bergman. With water. Jorge. The hot tub. Hot tub. Uh, Jacob. I mean, I, I have to get a point here, so i got to go with the Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell and uh, Ireland. I'm in the same boat. i got to catch Bergman, so I'll go Liberty Bell. Correct answer. Four-person hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. They're pulling away. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Left? i got two more. Uh, and right now it is Bergman. You're kind of dominating. Yeah, you got to make Bergman go last. Jorge's got four, so you're in it, Jorge. All right. I got Here's, three. I just don't I go, go first because I'm ahead? Yeah. Yeah, you go, go first. first. Yeah. Who was faster in the 40-yard dash at the Combine? Jerry Rice or Cooper Cup? Jerry Rice or Cooper Cup, which was faster, Bergman? I think you're a huge... And actually, Jerry Rice wasn't very fast, so I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Jorge. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Oh, yeah, picking the Niners. Uh, Jacob. <laughs> Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup and Ireland. The answer is Cooper Cup, but I'm going Jerry Rice because it's the only way I can win. Uh, it is Cooper Cup. Yeah. You're right, and Bergman has locked it up. We'll yeah. do one last one. Who is taller, <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Stone Cold Steve Austin? The Ro Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Who's taller, Jacob? I think it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, Ireland? Well, The Rock played football. 
With uh, Dallas Reigns, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin um, Feinstein. So, and, and I don't remember Steve Austin saying he did, so I'll take The Rock. The Rock. Uh, Bergman? Uh, I think it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And uh, Jorge. The Rock. No, it is The Rock, and it's it's by three inches. Uh, the uh, the Rock is 6'5", and Stone Cold Steve Austin 6'2". Uh, so there you have it. Bergman with his first win of 2023. Wow. Congratulations. Expect it to happen often, fellas. Nice work. <laughs> nice work. So, Jacob, how about that game last night? Undermanned. And, did, Jacob, uh, did you go? I did not. I just got back into town, but I was watching it on YouTube TV while I was on a plane. You, you're using YouTube TV now, I right? I am. Yeah, my kids are. So when my kids are Have you are switched there, away from cable and all that stuff and gone to YouTube TV? Are you a TV? cord cutter? Are you a cord cutter? So yeah. it's not, I mean, I watch them, but my kids want to watch every single basketball game. So right. they get on YouTube TV and they're flipping back and forth, you know, between everything, you know. So I, if, if I'm sitting next to them, I'm watching them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what did you think last night? Listen, I loved it. I mean, every time they have a game like that, it gives us hope. And when you think to yourself that if these guys can play without the superstars like that and have, you know, a role player step up, we're not really that bad of a team. Hey, and- Jacob, Mason is hellbent on trading Anthony Davis, and I am dead set against it. What would you do? No, I, I, I would not trade Anthony Davis. I, I, I believe that ultimately at the end of the day, there's all these scenarios. There's people even talking about trading LeBron as, you know, as well as he's playing. I can't trade him until after the season. Right, I get that. But I'm saying ultimately at the end of the day, I think Anthony Davis has shown us that if he's healthy, which is a big if, you know, he is, he dominates, you know, but ultimately at the end of the day, if, you know, you're going to trade Anthony Davis at the end of the season, everyone wants to trade LeBron too, then we're going to go all the way down to the bottom. I just think we need to get some help here. And I know that nobody ever is going to help the Lakers. And Mace, what are the three words you're forgetting? Uh... I, I don't know. Pound on the table when you say them. Star effing driven town. Well, I, was, I left the effing out. <laughs> I just said star driven town. Yeah. Your tra- your, did you he say just star driven town or did he add the effing? Star effing driven star town. Oh, so four words. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was four words. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, there's no question about that. At the same time, I think we're we're at a, a point where I'm tired of hearing if Anthony Davis is healthy, if Anthony Davis is healthy. I've said it a million times. I don't want to say it anymore. It's a caveat that everybody knows is real. Uh, if Anthony Davis is healthy, uh, they're, they're a completely different team. But unfortunately, Anthony Davis just can't stay healthy. I think you're right, but I think ultimately at the end of the day, every other team also knows that Anthony Davis cannot stay healthy. So even if your scenario of trading him, are you really going to get the haul that you're looking for? I mean, you look at all these teams like the Pelicans that traded their star, Anthony Davis. They got all these picks. They got a couple of young players, and they're, what, second or third. So you know ultimately when you do trade a all-star and you get enough back for it, that team's going to make a comeback. We've seen it happen with Memphis when they traded Powell. We saw, you know, with Pelicans, but it's just so difficult for us looking at LeBron's golden years right. to give up Anthony Davis because right now everyone's screaming that we're not doing enough to bring, you know, give up the two picks, bring in people so you can save LeBron's greatest years. Right. And right. now you're going to give and up Mace, Anthony Davis? Another thing I don't think you're taking into full account is you would, Mace, trade AD this year, right? Before the trade deadline. Only when he goes on a tear. Okay. So let's say he goes, if he on, goes a- on a tear. And he yep. starts playing like he did a couple Last of weeks month. ago. Yeah. Then I'd say, you know, let's sell high. Okay. Value. If you do that, yep. Then I think you speed up LeBron leaving. 
Oh, yeah, would LeBron uh, stay yeah, no, you, you absolutely would. I, I guess, I, I guess my my take is I don't know that we got the pieces right now to be able to compete for a championship, and I don't know if I trust the guys that are making the decisions to make the decisions. I would say yeah. that if both those guys are healthy, they've shown this year that they would all they would be a really tough out on somebody. Like nobody wants to play the Lakers if LeBron and AD are playing the way they've played this year. But John, haven't don't. we been saying that every single year that the Lakers are somebody that they nobody wants to see, but ultimately Correct. we have fallen but, short. I guess my question with you being, you know, there watching, do you think we're going to be able to make any type of a trade in the next five weeks that's going to actually help us without giving away the farm? I think he's going to do something. Rob has done something every year. I don't know what it is. I don't know if, if, it, if it's a big trade that, that would like involve Westbrook, which I don't think will happen, mm -hmm. or if it's like a small trade around the edges, which I think is more likely. The other thing, guys, that you should uh, pay attention to is starting tomorrow, you can sign people to 10-day contracts. Mm -hmm. And there's some pretty big names out there, so they may do that. They've got an open roster spot. They may bring some guys in for like 10-day tryout kind of things. Okay. Uh, Jacob, great seeing you. Game of Games, powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you got to go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB, 844-24-JACOB. See you next week, Jacob. See you, bud. I'm going to uh, step aside here. Ireland, Shadano, and Cappy have got super crosstalk coming for you right now. You know, of all the people I'm really, really happy for about last night's Laker victory, at the top of the list is Scott Kaplan, who took the time to come up in person to go to the Lakers Heat game, and by the time he arrived at the studio, LeBron was declared out. <laughs> and Cap, you were rightfully dreading it. I think Mason gave them no chance whatsoever. Right. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, the Lakers pull off the shocking upset. Tell me, Cappy, that you decided to stay for the game, or once LeBron was declared out, did you head south? Nope. I uh, walked right over to crypto. I hung out until about seven minutes to go in the second quarter. Lakers had about a 10-point lead, I want right. to say. And uh, something happened back at the crib. That's my cool way of saying back at home. Yep. And, um, and I had to bail, and I had to drive from downtown L.A. to south-south L.A. and In John Ireland. Dude, I heard you at one point talking about how the floor seemed wet, not like a guy fell on the floor yeah. and you know had his jersey get the floor wet, that maybe there was a leak in the arena, you know, because it's so rare to get the kind of rain that we were getting last night. But, John, I'm telling you, from downtown L.A. till about, I'd say, San Clemente, dude, pouring, pouring rain. And it's scary because nobody in California, and I'm a born and raised, grew up in Southern California guy, but I've lived all over the country. Nobody knows how to drive when it rains here. The best and, news, though, was that there was nobody on the roads. Oh, good. Yeah, this is like probably 8 o'clock-ish, and there's nobody on the road. Now, granted, I couldn't see anything. Even though I had my windshield wipers on like the fastest they could go, I really couldn't see anything. Yeah, it, it's bad. Well, you know, um, Sonano just uh, tapped in. George, you and yeah. I both yesterday were were beating the drum, and, and I think people were, were saying, oh, they're just saying that because they're working the game, that anything can happen. But right. really, anything in the NBA, happen. we saw two nights in a row where you never in a million years would have predicted the outcome. The first one was Tuesday night in Oklahoma City. The Celtics, who had the best record in the league, went in to play the Thunder, and right before the game, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the Thunder's best player, got sick, and he was out. So you're thinking, 
Boston by 30. And the exact opposite happened. Oklahoma City made every shot. They scored 150 points, and they won by 30. And then, George, last night, the Lakers without LeBron, without AD, without Lonnie Walker, who you could argue are their three best players, Troy Brown goes down in the first half, Dennis Schroeder sprains an ankle, and they win anyway. And I know people don't believe it when we say it, but in the NBA, man, anything can happen, and we've seen it two nights in a row. Wait, forget about just that. Like, obviously, those are close to home, and and you know because everybody hates the Celtics and everyone loves the Lakers. But last night, the Detroit Pistons beat the Golden State Warriors at home, where they've been a juggernaut. Now they've stunk on the road, but the Detroit Pistons are terrible, and they went up to Golden State and won. And before our game on uh, the Lakers and Heat on ESPN, uh, the the Toronto Raptors were. We're, they were trailing by Dead. 21 with yep. four minutes to go, John, and tied the game and pushed it to overtime against Milwaukee. Like, that's just this league right now. Every team has somebody or a couple of somebodies that can snatch a game from you every single night. Hey, let me ask you a question because I'm always, I was a sideline guy for 10 years, and you've been doing it for about that long for ESPN. And last night you were – and so we'll let people behind the curtain a little bit. When there's a national broadcast, um, in this case – George's ABC ESPN crew gets first pick of a post game guest. Yes. And you took Westbrook, right? I did. Okay. Why not Schroeder? Oh, man. Uh, I you're, t- you're blowing the whole line of questioning I have for later today. Go oh, ahead. well, then if you want to save no, it, feel I'm free. I'm only joking. Go ahead. No. <laughs> no, I, I took Westbrook. Um, it is 401 all, cap, so yeah. it's your show now. <laughs> first of all, I took Westbrook ba- because we usually make those decisions with about three minutes to go. Right. And at that point, it was close as, as far as point totals. Um, now, Schroeder ended up having, I think, uh, 10 or 11 more points. Right. But Russ nearly had a triple-double, too. Um, so I think that was part of it. And also name recognition and name value, yep. right? I think That's helps what I in that scenario. Well, and Russ in those situations can often be the better interview. He's very candid. He's very raw. Oh, he was he, great. Did you watch it? I posted No, it I haven't seen media. it, but I saw you, you tweeted it out. So I'll go back yeah. and watch it. But Yeah, he was, uh, he was great. It it what what's interesting about that game too is I thought right up until the end like I don't know about you George but I thought when Jimmy Butler got the ball with five seconds to go I go he's going to hit a three this yeah. thing's going this thing's going over going Jimmy but Jimmy yeah. Butler is so good you and know Bam just, has been fantastic right well yeah but Butler plays so under control and his body he's never. Like, he's never freaking out. He never does dumb stuff. Most no. star players do dumb stuff. I can't, well, you, I was, can't, you can't speed him up, John. He's, yep, there's certain better, guys. You, you said it better than me. That's yeah, a great way yeah. of putting it. There's certain guys that you can't speed up in, like, in their primes. LeBron, uh, you know, Luca's one of those guys right now. Yep. Chris Paul uh, in his prime. Kobe, Dwayne Wade. I'm not saying he's those guys, but he has th- that same trait where you can't speed him up. He is... I think the most underrated superstar in the NBA. And the thing we were talking about last night during the game was, I but think. By the way, this this he knows it. He sees it coming, and I don't know if he loves it or not. I mean, this is just me speculating recklessly. Yeah. But Bam is going to be the better player. Well, he might already be now. I mean, right. if if you look at Bam last night, he had thirty and thirteen, and he didn't even look like he was pressing it's four straight thirty point, like you know, fifteen rebound games or whatever he's had. Yeah, but okay. So if let's pretend the three of us are running a NBA franchise, mm-hmm. in what world would we take Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler? 
like Never. the Sixers did three, four years Never. ago. Well, do you remember like Jimmy what he what Jimmy did about that? Well, I went to Miami and signed a Max Steel, right? No, no, no. In the playoff series that they won when they won Game Six in Philly last year, yeah, he was screaming on the way to the locker room. It was all over social media. It was all over Sports Center and all over the news the next day. He was after he was done doing the walk off with me on ESPN. He's going through the tunnel and he's screaming, "Tobias Harris over me! Get the bleep out of here!" As yeah. after they eliminated them from the playoffs, he's one of the best players ever that that's going to play on at least four teams you know he's already been on the bulls the wolves the yeah. sixers and the heat and he's just right. too good to have that many teams. and he probably let's be honest because he rubs people the wrong way he may end up being somewhere else eventually too right because he has a shelf life yeah it was kind of crazy um but uh but cap you pick i know you're only there for a half you picked the right night to go that was a really yeah. i mean george you worked the whole game that was a really fun night to be there the crowd got really into it um, it was a lousy weather-wise night, so it was a great night to be inside. It was know, just yeah. but it every was once in a while outside, you'll dude. get a surprise like that on the schedule. And, uh, George, I was really happy for you guys because I thought that when LeBron opted out, I go, oh, great, national TV, and the Lakers are playing a Heat team that beat well, them listen, like a how drum do you think we last felt? week. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> By the way, and I had a whole thing planned um, because we 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 were going to blow this particular story out, and you know this, John, because you did sidelines on NBA for years, and Cap, you've done it on on NFL. Um, so yesterday, did you know that yesterday was the 20th anniversary of LeBron's high school game at Pauley Pavilion, which no. is still which is still to this day the most attended high school basketball game in the state of California's history. Really? How it many was, people were there? Do you know? It was 13,000 sold out. At, Who did they uh, play? Modern day. Okay. And the story that I got was great because Drew Joyce, who is the coach of St. Vincent, St. Mary, was also LeBron's coach. He's been the coach there forever. Um, I, I got the chance to talk to him last year because, remember, Bronny played St. Vincent, St. Mary's at Staples Center last year when it was still Staples Center. On, right. and we did that game on ESPN, too. So I called that game, and for that game, I talked to the head coach, Drew Joyce, and I asked him about that UCLA game. And he told me the greatest story. He told me, look, man, I'm a John Wooden disciple. I love John Wooden. Our playing style is exactly like those UCLA uh, teams back in those days. Still to this day, I implement a lot of those uh, same principles. He's like, so I told the promoter when I'm going to play this game at UCLA with LeBron in 2003 on January 4th, I told them the only thing I want is we got to get UCLA's locker room. I want to be in the same locker room that John Wooden, uh, you know, had his team in. And the promoter was like, yep, no problem. And then he told me that he arrived to Pauley Pavilion, and they go there, and Modern Day was inside the locker room. And he ran out to the promoter and said, I'm not playing this game if I don't get that locker room. So you figure it out. You got a couple of minutes. And they went and took Modern Day out of the locker no room. No way. And put, and put St. Vincent and St. Mary in there with LeBron and those guys. Well, I'm, I'm like a disciple of John Wooden. And Cap, back when you were... I love your, that story. That's a great story. On, on, on your so that and, story was supposed to be on TV yesterday. Well, you, we you'll, get the, the, you'll get it in. You'll get it in. And all all the highlights from ES because the game was on ESPN too, and LeBron didn't play. So, Cappy, if you think you're mad that LeBron didn't play, <laughs> look at that story I had. We had but, we had all this George, production ready for it. George, that'll keep. You'll be able to use that later in the season. Um, the the oh, Cap, when you were on in when you had your show in San Diego all those years, I know you're still doing one now, but did you ever have Bill Walton on the show all the time? Okay, so the running. I mean, joke what was, I would do is I would just be like, "Yo, Bill, go." 
Yeah, and Billy Ray and I, you, Billy Ray Smith, who you worked with for years, Billy Ray and I used to do a Sunday show, and we would say, good morning, Bill, how are you? And seriously, Billy Ray and I would get up, leave, go get yeah. coffee, walk right. to the bathroom, you know, come back three minutes later, and Bill still going. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah. And, yeah. But, you know, he told me a story once about John Wooden that, remember, Bill was kind of a hippie uh, when he first got to Portland. Um, and one summer, he didn't cut his hair, the whole summer. And he comes back, and he, and he goes into Coach Wooden's office, and he says, uh, Coach, I think my hair is freedom of expression. I'm a college student. I'm politically active. I want to play with my hair like this. And Wooden said to him, Bill, um, if you want to play with your hair like that and you feel that strongly about it, you should. But we're really going to miss you. <laughs> and he turned around and walked out. And, and Walton's like, well, can I go to practice? Can I go out on the thing? And so he goes to one of the assistants and he goes, I'm not sure if Coach just told me I could or I couldn't practice today. <laughs> he goes, you better go get your hair cut, son. And, hair, and Bill did. He went into Westwood, got his hair cut, and came back and played. But all that's all John Wooden said. Dude, that's if great. you feel strongly about it, you should. That's hilarious. You should wear your hair like that, and we're really going to miss you. Like, not even a discussion, not even a debate. John, Bill Walton is the greatest guy if and when you need a break. In other words, like, you want somebody to do all the talking – He's the go-to guy. I have literally ridden, without exaggeration, I mean thousands of miles on a bike right alongside Bill Walton. Does he uh, talk? All the whole time. Because he, does, <laughs> he doesn't ride fast. So he just likes to ride comfortable. He likes to be on his bike all day long. He doesn't mind being on an eight- or nine-hour bike ride. And so when you're, when you're riding next to him, rather than huffing and puffing, trying to keep up with guys at 21, 22 miles an hour, Bill is very happy doing 12, 13, 14 miles an hour and just telling stories the whole time. And it's a great guy to go on a long bike ride with. George, interested in a long bike ride, 100, 120 miles? What do you think? Nah, it's too much for me. I'm too much, huh? Yeah. No, thank you. No good? If yeah. Bill Walton uh, can do it, you guys can do it. Yeah. No, I mean, I could do it. I just don't want it. Bill is, Bill is absolutely one of a kind. <laughs> and what's interesting about him is he's kind of a lightning rod. Like half of the people I hear from, half of our listeners I hear from, swear by Bill. I'm I in that camp. Him. And, and the other half can't right. stand him. Right. They're What's like, he talking please about? Please like, stop. And What's the he, biggest why misconception. Why lyrics from the Grateful Dead? I don't understand it. Right. Oh, yeah. dude. But let me let me tell you something. I, you know, Dave Passion and I work together all the time, and he does the Pac-12 games with him on, on ESPN. Right. And, and people think they don't like each other, and they're like oh, really good friends. Uh, complete to the contrary. They, yeah. I mean, they love each other. And But Dave has got, uh, you know this, John, because I, I, Cappy, do you know Dave at all or no? I don't know Dave. I know yeah. his work. I mean, John, yeah, great guy. John knows, uh, knows him a little bit. And he has the perfect temperament and the perfect dry sense of humor to work alongside Bill. Like he, but he's got you got to have the right temperament. Like, and he, Dave has got the patience of a saint. Um, yeah, and and he's great. All right, I'm gonna hand it off to you guys. I've got to got to go out and run and get some stuff. And do you have a full show today? What stuff? What do you got to go get? Yeah, what? Yeah, uh, what is it you got to go? My wife. What stuff? Okay, uh, it, this. Uh, my wife is in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I have my son and my dog both need to be picked up before four thirty. Are they the stuff? Uh, yes. <laughs> so that's where I'm going. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, boys. Have a good show. Where's Mace, by the way, real quick? Mason in Ireland. Uh, so that on Cap next, ESPN LA.